Welcome to The Best Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Bradley H. Werrell, and we're here to explore options and potentials to help us grow as individuals and as a community with one another in these difficult times and challenging times. We're exploring all manner of potentials related to the human experience, physical, psychological, medical, spiritual. It's a wonderful opportunity that we now experience in this critical phase of our human evolution. And I welcome you to join us in our podcast, become more aware and identify with people who are helpful and supportive of you in your efforts as a human being on this planet and elsewhere too. We're going to be meeting people who are doing things that are widely variant from what is so-called normal within our society, in the creative space, within the social space. Our common purpose, seeking to generate positive potentials to improve the lives of everyone in our sphere of influence and to expand that sphere of influence so that we may positively influence others that are not yet engaged directly with us. That's the goal here. We will learn more about each other as we go. I wish you the very best. Thank you very much for tuning in. So Andrew is my former medical assistant and um, now he's a free man, not working for the hospital. Like I am, I'm the one with the shackles on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have different shackles. Everybody, there's, there's, look, here's that Bob Dylan said it, man. Look, you gotta serve gotta someone. Serve someone. <laughs> it's like, okay, so you pick who you serve, right? Yep. And it's like, well, what's that mean? I don't know. So we were just talking about homeschool and the kids, right? So you got the second grader. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not quite homeschool. The kids are home and they're on the computer, but they're still doing the school. I guess it's not right. right. How they, how they want to do it. And I think that's part of the frustration is like, we're kind of thrown into the mix of having to do it the way that the school wants things to be done. Well, so well, wait, like, what's your answer? But see, you'll have a closer, this is interesting to me because it makes your attachment to what is actually occurring hmm. closer than what it was if they were just gone, right? And you're like out there doing your own thing and they're doing their own thing. It's now you're like, they're, you're, whoa, what's happening here now? Yeah, for sure. Right? So what? You're, that's a good thing, man. Because it's like, whoa, maybe, maybe I'm not so cool with this, right? Yeah, no, instead of like the kids coming home and dinner, like, what did you learn in school today? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Okay. How, how do they do that i don't know it's always, <laughs> i don't know i thought they'd be too young for the nothing but they pick it what, up quickly but then they don't have just to just try to push it. off but there's an interesting guy that i talked to a guy named uh greg enriquez he's a um, professor of psychology at um jmu that's james madison university in virginia okay all right now this guy he's he's a wild man he made this thing called the the, the theory of knowledge I'm like, oh, who does this? Okay, right, he reminds me of me because I'm like, that's awesome. I could, I would like to be aspired to such a, uh, heights. Okay, Bringing a lot but it was like him. he did a good job, and he was like, it was impressive. But, but, um, it's like, uh, he, 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 he made it make sense. He's, he's, he, he did this because he was studying um, psychology, and he's like a PhD psychology professor, and he's like a graduate level teacher, and he's like, you know what? We have no good operating definition of what psychology is. I'm like, so he's like, I better figure this out. So he did. And that's what he, this is, he's been doing that since 96 and he's been elaborating this thing. And it's like, it's right on the money. So anyway, I chatted with him and it's like, um, it's like the, the, the issue is this is, is uh, 
it's hard to get back to where we started from because I've been telling this story for too long that I barely remember where we started from. Okay. Right? It's like um, you watch the kids and they're they're dealing with this top-down knowledge thing. It's like some authoritative bodies trying to tell you how it is. Okay. And I'm like, what's what's happened since we got the internet thing going on? Is this now I can gather information better than you can tell me information? Hmm. Right? So it's like the um Broadcast media is top-down, distributed information that is poorly pixelated, that doesn't really match, doesn't make sense, because I can make better sense by looking around and making sense of it myself, then you're telling me, the thing you're telling me doesn't make sense compared to what my knowledge is, based upon how I can gather knowledge by other means, right? So it's like the New York Times doesn't cut it, because I'm using my brain and the internet and figuring, figuring it out and talking to other people, mm -hmm. right? That's how, that's what's going on, and it's like okay, so you're like witnessing the 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 top down thing trying to work into your kid's life when you're you're like okay, uh, maybe that doesn't make sense so much. Right. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It's uh, you aspire for your kids to learn a level of critical thinking, and that's not <laughs> that's what, not interesting to the people who want to tell them what to think, right? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, as much as I wish that they could avoid it, I think. Uh, Wait, avoid what? Hang on, I gotta turn this off. Go ahead. Avoid the kind of top-down uh, bureaucratic lessons of how the system works or how to fit into the box or, or whatnot. It's like, it's I, interesting. I think, I think maybe there's a place for that as long as they can think outside of it for themselves. I, oh. I think how to fit into or at least to experience what society wishes of someone is has so its place. We call that um, a, it's not adjustment, but it's close. It's uh, it's uh, adapt adaptation, mm -hmm. right? To be mm -hmm. properly adapted mm -hmm. to the world so that the gears mesh like that, right? And it's like. That which you're trying to adapt to may be maladjusted. Right. And that's kind of where I think we're at, which is like, is like um, the, um, the system, right? The establishment is not right. And it's like trying to make everybody force us into adjustment to that system or adaptation to that system. And it's like, yeah, we're, we don't want to do that because that doesn't make any sense to us, right? Mm -hmm. And so here's the, this is the rub here. Cause I lost a friend this summer. Okay. You know, like, I don't know if I lost him or not, but I, I pray he's not lost, but I okay. presume that he is because he, he, he inflamed me so badly. The last time we spoke, it was stunning. It was like this code. So he's a good, um, he's a Bernie bro. And um, I told him that I thought he's ideologically possessed. Okay. And it, it was quite interesting. This, this is interesting. This is interesting. It goes like, this is um, what he did was he goes, look, I wanted to tell you what I was thinking. So now he's dissociated himself from his thinking. And he told me what he was thinking. And it was demonic bullshit of such a nature said, if I see him in my town, I'm thinking of shooting him. Okay. okay? Which is like, that's no small thing, right? Because I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to tell you something like that unless I actually feel it welling up from me, right? There's no business of him in my town. And he told me such things that caused me to think that. Which is like odd, right? And like the day before, it was interesting because I talked to him and I was like, um, the issue is this, man. It's like, 
It's like, I just don't want you to end up in the other trench. Does that make sense? Because it's like, a, I don't want you to end up in the other trench because we don't need to have a conflict here. Okay. And it's like, that's where we're at. And it's like, so we've had conversations. So Andrew and me, Andrew's been working with me for long enough that he's been irritated by me enough. And I, I feel for the man, right? Which okay. is like this, it's like this. It's like, because I told him not to bite the socialist apple because no, don't do that, right? And it's like, well, I hope that was useful, not not too irritating. I, I, I'm open to uh, being challenged. <laughs> That's good. You're all right. It's like you got out of the hospital system. That was good. I've got to get, I'm still working on it, okay? Which is, it's just God awful. God awful business. It's like, it's like so um, shoot, it's like we're working and we're trying to um, make it work. But it's like, it's like I tell, I, I tell the patients though, now I tell the patients I'm having the conversation. It's like, you know that I'm the bait because you just want something from me and I can give it to you fairly easily except for the, all this intervening nonsense, which is the third parties that are entwining our, the, themselves into our affairs and charging you too much money and making sure I have to jump over all the hurdles to make the thing happen that you need to have happen. And I'm happy to do it, but it's like they bribe me by paying me too much money to do it. And it's like, you know what? They don't pay me enough money to do it. They don't pay me enough because they increase the bullshit load faster than they increase the pay scale. It's like, that's impressive because they pay me a lot of money. <laughs> I'm like, goddamn impressed. Like, you people are very impressive because that's a lot of bullshit. And it's okay. And it's like, I'm the bait. And it's like, I regard it as unethical that I participate. And that's like, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And I never anticipated that either. So like, I'm right now, I'm trying to create an um, online telemedicine service, cash only, lower the fees like 20, 30 bucks for a visit. Cause I'm like, what's 130 bucks to get a prescription for me for? Right, but I mean, seeing the doctor is probably the cheapest part of the system. I know, but it's like, you, you, gotta, you gotta get your picture taken and we gotta enter, enter all your data into the database so that the database can contain all the information that you don't wanna share with anybody. Cause that, that's gonna be shared with somebody that you don't know who it is by the people you don't know who they are for the purposes that you don't know about, right? Right. And it's like, well, hell, I'm the bait, man. I'm like the the right. It's awful. It's the, I mean, the script is one thing, and then it's the prescription, and all right. Then it's the specialist, and then it's the that's right. It's the like MRI, a, and no, all right. So it's like the the system. It's like the well, what's that mean? It's way too expensive, and it's it's gonna collapse. And it's like, well, okay. Hmm. So I'm like, my theory right now is that the whole thing is collapsing. And it's like, well, as it's collapsing, what's that mean, right? And it's like, the collapsing is coming because of the withdrawal of, of, of consent by the population because they recognize that it doesn't make sense. And they're like, wow, I'm not, you're ripping me off. Everybody knows they're getting ripped off and they, they know that they're getting ripped off and they're like, why would I consent to that? So the whole system is doing this fall it's fall it's like the leaves are coming off the tree right and it's like so we're waiting for the spring to come again and we can watch the new growth come out and it's like um that's the that's the issue what's what's occurring and it's like well are you seeing a change in patients that they no they the patients alternative oh man i mean not necessarily like yeah they do for the system but no they do they, they recognize it rather than changing no, their lifestyle right that's a different function. Okay. okay, that's a different function. No, like right now, it's just all about the COVID-19 and the masking nonsense. And it's like, okay, um, 
It's interesting because I as soon as I go in the room, they have to they're wearing a mask mostly when I go in the room. And I'm like, take the mask off if you want to. <laughs> and I've I had a few people say they want to wear the mask. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to fight with you about that because I think it's not appropriate. But I'm not going to. You get to think whatever you want, man, because it's you're you're paying for being here. I don't care enough to. I'm not going to fight with you because it's rude, okay. right? But it's like take the crazy mask off, and then I'm like, for three weeks now, this is my third week. I'm like, okay, look. Don't put the mask back on. Walk out of here like a human being. I'm doing a social experiment. If anybody challenges you, you tell them the doctor order. It's on me, okay? I don't care, right? If, if they chose to take it off. If they stay with it off and anybody says something to you, you tell them the doctor told you to do it because I'll take the responsibility because I don't care, mm-hmm. okay? It's okay. It's okay. And that's like most people do that. Now they're okay with that. And they th- look, I tell them to take the mask off. They're like, thank you. I'm like, of course, of course, thank you. Because honestly, this is silly. It's over the top. In fact, I'm I'm reporting the um, CDC director, Dr. Redfield, to the uh, Board of Medicine of Maryland, as well as Virginia, for the purposes of uh, um, unethical and unprofessional behavior because of his recommendations, which I don't regard as scientific in the least place. And he has to answer some, somebody. And those are the only people that I can figure out who to talk, make him talk to. And which recommendations? He said, wear a mask and don't wear a mask. Okay. Well, you better do some explaining now because I don't understand what you're asking. What are you talking about, doctor? What was the time? It was on March and um, now. Okay. So his his opinion changed from no mask to mask. Of course, mask. Yeah. Because, I mean, my understanding is the no mask was because of like uh, supply and yeah. Yeah. Masks just don't work. To have masks? Masks just don't work. They don't like reduce viral load. Or... It's a very interesting function. And I know they don't. And I don't think so. Okay. And it's like, I'm open to new evidence. Okay. So Dr. Ring did the, Dr. Ring did the work. And he's like, um, he found a study from 1981, which is like this. Surgical masks were found to increase patient infections in surgery. No surgical mask reduced the amount of surgical infections for the patient. Surgical masks on, on the, the on staff. The, on the physicians, yeah. Okay. Now, how about that? Unexpected, right? And how do you explain it? It doesn't matter. It was thousands of patients. It's like, well, it's no small damn thing. It's like, it's very interesting. It's like, what does that mean? I don't quite know what it means. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, that's from 1981. So it's like, I wouldn't trust any study in the last five years, probably. Cause it's like, I don't trust the science. Cause it's like, I think the science is being perverted for their own benefit for the, to create the right answers that are being desired by the people who fund it. So, I mean, after that study in 81, like physicians and surgeries still continue to wear masks. Of course. Okay. So what, what, what happened? Well, you think they listen to the science and they pay attention to the science. No, there's other habits at work here. Okay. Right. Does that make sense? And it's like, so you like to, you like to think that it's a rational function that's occurring. No, it's mostly emotional function, right? They say 95% of a human um, behavior stems from emotional functions and not from actual reason. We create reason to justify why we did what we did, right? That's why I was talking about Enriquez for, okay? okay? He's a genius, man. Dr. Enriquez is a genius. Okay. And it goes like this is, um, Okay, so as a father, you get this, which is like when the kids hit two, man, they say, why? Why is this guy blue? Why is this? Why is that? Why is that? They just keep asking why, right? Mm -hmm. And it goes, so this is an interesting function, which is like this emergent property of consciousness. When, When you become conscious that you're a social actor, 
Okay, before that, the kid's like a pet. They just obey. They don't pay too much attention and they just go, okay. They just do what you're telling them to do because they're just, they listen to the authority figure, okay. right? But when they hit this two years old, they, they, they recognize that they have, they have agency, right? And they're like, okay, um, but, but why do you say this guy's blue? Why is this guy blue? And I don't have a good answer for that, but you know, you get the point. Mm-hmm. And so there, what, what he calls this is the, 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 the property that emerges is justification. So in a social sense, we have justification as why do we do what we do? And we have to justify it to each other so that it all makes sense to everybody, right? And so what, what appears to have occurred is that the system of justification is collapsing because it's like the reason we do the stupid things we do, which is pay too much money to people who don't deserve it, doesn't make any sense to us, right? Fair. And it's like, because they didn't earn it. The top 0.1% did not earn it. They're stealing it. That's what our estimation of it is, right? Some. But well, I mean, I mean, I think that's also the, the idea is that they did earn it, right? They had the idea, the ingenuity. Yeah, the, no, we don't believe they, that. They I don't believe that. Okay. I'm not for one minute. Not for one minute. They learned how to like tweak the system and no, they learn how to they learn how to um corrupt the system. No, they learn how to corrupt the system to make it so that they can't lose. That's my estimation of it. And I don't know what your estimation of it is. This the interesting function of it is this. So the difference between me and my revolutionary friend, right? Mm -hmm. Is that he thinks it's necessary to go to violent means. And I'm like, uh, I don't accept that we need to go to violent means, right? I, I think we can come to a civil solution of this. That's the that's the interesting divergence, which is like, what's the significance of this fact? They didn't earn it. We can come to a civil conclusion or we can come to a violent conclusion, right? I'm not sure which way to take this, but I mean, they could, <laughs> they could earn it and it's still not be best for this is health of society. I don't think they can earn it. They don't think so. I don't think there's any way in hell they can earn it. I don't think you earned it. If you think you earned it, okay. you're you're deluded. That that it's like I'm sorry, you're mistaken. That it's a privilege that's being granted to you by this social order that is not earned. That you don't get to have 85% of everything because you're the privileged few who earned it. Because okay. no, you didn't earn that. Everybody worked and everybody else was pilfered from and you gained. It's like that makes no sense to me. And that's like, I don't believe it makes sense to you either. And that's quite interesting well, like, that you're arguing with me on this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the rub, right? So it's like, then how do you, how do you, uh, without coercion? Oh. Or, Wait, no, no, or no, without, no, no, no. It's like the socialism. Oh, okay. That's good. It's like a perverse, man. It's, you're like coming at me from the backside. It's like this backwards argumentation. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's amusing. Like, to I'm me. just trying to understand. No, no, sides. it's good. Cause it goes like this. It's like, the privileges that are awarded to the people who own, okay? Okay. They're privileges. It's just privileges. And it's like corporate ownership is privileges. And they're granted to corporations. And it's like we have, that's a political function. Okay. And it's like it's entirely political and only political. That's the correct solution to the problem, which is a civil solution, okay? Which is we just withdraw the privileges of cor- corporate ownership. Your corporation is not a person, even though they claim it is a person. It's like silly bullshit. And it's like, no, a corporation is a, a, a creature of the state. 
and only a political creature. So it is a, it's a fiction of legal fiction, right? So it has no value. It's a fake. So like, I can say that we can, we can, or? we can, no, we just say there's no corporations now, no corporations at all. And so now that changes the game entirely, right? And it's like one of the, one of the fictions that causes the um, wealthy to win is they make foundations that are tax exempt. It's like, we, that's a legal fiction too. What the hell is that? You don't get to do that. I mean, but it, like even on an individual base, I mean, I think there's a lot of sole proprietors that still use the tax system and of course. probably still have a large. Yeah, no, I don't know. But I see, my but... estimation of it is there should be no taxation on any individual at all. But every individual should be responsible for their actions. Okay. Okay. So it's like this. So the individual will be like, um, look, man. So the corporations get away with just, just amazing miscreations, which are just rude which is like they pollute stuff, they hurt people's lives and nobody suffers, they pay a fine. And it's like, well, that's nonsense. No, the corporate guy who said it was okay for them to do it, he's liable. You own the thing, you did it. I don't care if you think you didn't do it because your um, employee did it, you did it. You're responsible for your corporation or your whatever personally. Right, so you pollute the flood. You just like this thing where they poured all this crap, the oil in the Gulf of Mexico. You're responsible for all the guys who can't fish the the, the um, shrimp out of the place. It's like mm -hmm. you pay, right? Mm -hmm. That's reasonable to me. It's like the the premises, but the issue is like this funny thing with the leftists. They like seem to go, um, you can't go backwards, and I'm like, I can go backwards. You can't tell me I can't go backwards, right? The left is like, no, we got to have forward progress. They're, they like all socialist nonsense. And I like find it to be simply offensive, which is like this. You can't imagine going backwards because your mind is too small. Going backwards, like addressing past well, wrongs? No, it's like this. It's like, it's like we, can't, we, can't, we can't regress to a better state. And I'm like, we can regress to a better state. Uh, we don't agree. Because you, you can't imagine retrograde motion because you're a progressive or whatever you call yourself. It's like the premise is that, um, the premise that you can't look to the past and draw some value out of it is foolishness. And you don't think that that's probably what's engaged in some progressive thought of uh, like uh, addressing like the change in industrial agriculture and wanting to return to like small farms. Like, no, no, you know, I think that's, that's I think that's, I think that's, I think that's a regressive function. I think that's okay. I think that's a good plan. Cause it's like, this is like, I think what we're going to do is all go back to the farms, man. And it's like, well, I don't know what that means exactly. And I don't know how it looks, but it's like, it's like, no, I think the progressives are like, no, we got to have socialism, man. We got to do, we got to just radically change the um, relationships between property and people. And it's like, no, I don't think that's a good plan because you're, you're, um, you're fully deracinate the people from their past is like, that doesn't sound like a good plan to me. Mm. And I'm like, um, um, probably requires violence. And, and I don't think it will bode well for the people who think that's a good idea. So there needs to be some redistribution of wealth. There needs to be a redistribution of uh, value for work. Because okay. right now the workers are getting ripped off and the not workers are getting value for nothing and to hell with them. Okay. I don't think that you should get nothing for nothing. Mm -hmm. I think that you should get 
value for creating value. And I think that the worker should benefit from the work they provide, right? And I don't, I don't have a problem with that. And I was like, I, I think that the people who want to get stuff for free, because you owe me, you owe me. I'm like, I'm afraid you're wrong. I'm afraid you're wrong. And I'm like, willing to go to the mat on this one, okay? And it's like, I don't think that's a reasonable thing to argue. Because it's like, well, just be in the other trench. It's okay. Because mm -hmm. I'm okay with that, too. I'm okay with that. It's like the, the issue is this, is that people who want to take other stuff from people who produce value, well, they can um, fight for it if they want because you're, you're making a claim, okay? So it's like this. It's like this is a funny thing, which is um, you're living on stolen land, right? And I'm like, well, that's a claim. That's a claim. Mm -hmm. And it's like this. It's a claim by people who lost because they couldn't enforce their claims because their claim was superseded by the guys who enforced their claim on the same land. And it's like, it's just claims, okay? Claim whatever you want and, and, and enforce it by whatever means you can. Right. Good luck with that. But without violence? I didn't ever say that. I, I thought Good. you did with your friend, uh, the Bernie bro. That I would prefer it to be, be I would prefer that. to be without violence, but I'm not opposed to violence, okay? okay? Which is to say, I thought if I see the man, I'm going to shoot him or think about shooting him. Okay. Which is rude. And I, I, I really reject the premise that he caused that to, he inspired that in me. He induced that feeling in me. Okay. Which I hold him to be responsible for, not me, because mm -hmm. it's like, what are you doing? What right. in the hell are you thinking? Right. But it's like impossible to have a enforce a cultural norms or, society without violence. I mean, I think silent violence is the premise of just about any society. And that's how well, no, 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 I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that um, there is there's a presumption of violence. Okay. Okay. You don't get it. I get to stand on the three square feet that I inhabit. Or whatever the number is, maybe nine, because that seems reasonable about a one meter diameter or something like that, right? And it's like, does that mean um, does that mean that violence is inherent in the system? Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. But it's like this. It's like, look, I'm not going to impose on you, and I expect you not to impose on me, right? So if you impose on me, you should expect violence, right? And it's like, I would ex I expect violence if I choose to impose on you. And I'm not trying to impose on you. There's no need for violence, okay? And it's like, but violence is necessarily inherent in the human condition because it's like, I'm going to defend myself. It's a, it's like a God-given right, right? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, just, I mean, how do we get back the trillions of dollars from- Oh, no, and it's like, I don't, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's or, a crazy talk. Or if the no, land it's, is, is there because of- rightful domination because they're the ones that seize the land and yeah no i don't i don't know i don't, I don't have like, i don't have a good answer for that one it's like um my dad asked me my dad's a history professor retired and he said this he said something about i said something about the sioux treaty of 1871 he goes what are you going to do give them back north dakota south dakota and whatever else mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah because we signed a treaty you should be abide by the treaty he didn't like that answer because it's like well okay 
it's de facto done. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I know how to deal with guys who make treaties like you do. Right? It's none of it nice. It's unpleasant. It's rude. Which is like you can't trust them for a minute because they're gonna they're gonna use violence and and uh, you know justify it by what, what de facto function or something like that. It's not acceptable to me. But it's like, well, what's that mean? Well, um, we're we're here. We are right. And how do we negotiate the past we're currently in, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, so the, there's a whole bunch of money stolen and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, we just take away the corporate rights. Because the owners, the owners are making claims. And we can say, your claims are no good. Sorry. Right? So they, they had this thing back in um, in Pennsylvania. They brought in a bunch of um, what they were, what they called Scots-Irish. So they're Scots, Scots that got landed in Ireland. Northern Ireland, they're protestants right i don't know if they're they're probably catholics i don't know if they're catholics or protestants i don't really care but they're not irish okay but they're scots and they're living in ireland and they're like they're just defending themselves from everybody because everybody's attacking them but they imported these guys into into um, the new world and they're like well if we're going to put these guys they're tough they're tough because they've been battle tested by all this adversity and give them some land in between the indians and the english because it's like, uh, they're going to keep the Indians from attacking us. And that's good. They're going to defend us because they're tough. So they did. But th what the problem was they had in Pennsylvania was these, these guys would um, inhabit the, um, the land of the gentry. And they're just squatting on the land. And it's like, you can't be here. They, they'll, they'll bring some police in and tell them to leave. And they're like, they'll leave. And then when the guys leave who are the police, they, they re-inhabit it, right? And it's like, that's how you do it, man. It's like, yeah, we just steal the stuff from the guys who claim too much. You claim it so much, and it's like, yeah, you can't enforce that claim. Oh, what phone calls, man! It's like, it's like, um, the, so, so the issue is this: is is um, the claims are enforced by the pol political function. Police is a political function. Okay. Okay. So we just say we're not going to enforce that claim. That claim doesn't mean anything. We don't care. Right. It's like these big corporations like Monsanto or whatever. What value do they bring? I'm not so convinced they bring positive value. And so it's like this. You can own it, a million, billion shares of it. I don't care. But it's like the value of the share is worth whatever we agree to allow that corporation to do, which is like can be limited because it's like, yeah, you're poisoning everything. So um, your shares can go to nothing. Okay. Now what do you got? Right, so you change the you're changing the structure of the social environment by other means besides forcibly extracting. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, my understanding with Monsanto was like their shares were pretty much. I don't think I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a not an expert. Okay? <laughs> okay. But then I thought they got like a huge bailout and they let the. I don't know. I'm not trying to go into this detail. Yeah. I'm like I'm yeah. like this, but I'm like. But it's just interesting that instead of, it's it's one thing to. Uh, Sometimes I don't even think we have to intervene to like bring it down. It's more that we intervene to protect the system. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm like this is like we, to per, we, no, we, per, we prevent it. that from happening. Mm -hmm. That's my thinking. It's like this. It's like uh, I don't care what the price is of Monsanto. I don't own any of that. I don't care. And so, what? What? Why would I put any investment in political intervention to support it? it makes no damn difference to me, right? I don't see any value here. Right. And that's, that's my thinking is like, the issue is this is excessive control. Like I, 
and I, I regard it as corruption, political corruption, which is the um, the political class is too interested in what the money class wants them to do, right? And they're not interested in what the regular Joes and people are doing. That's that's the issue. And it's like, so I'm like this. It's like you're 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 working for the wrong people, mm -hmm. which is like okay. Now we start talking about some some getting radical because it's like okay we can you 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 work hard enough on that other edge you're not working for me means you're working against me which is like oh that's treasonous activity mm. right and that's okay we know what to do with them too it's okay but I mean it goes into not only like the uh, more like geopolitics too. Like, Geopolitics is funny, man. You know, it's it having the dominant place in the world stage. I think that's the the interest and the value that a lot of these corporations bring is when it comes into. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm not. I don't care. Right. Okay. No. What so I not America first. That's a different function. Okay. I think America first is like America works for America. Okay. But it shouldn't work against the other nations. Who should work with the other nations? Hmm. Does that make sense? But it should work with America in mind in first. When I interact with you on a reasonable, rational basis, does that make sense? As opposed to, look, I'm not trying to squeeze you or force hmm. you to do stuff, which is like, I find that to be offensive too. Hmm. And I think we would agree on that. But it's like, it's tricky business, huh? Yeah. And it's like, but I, 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 I don't, I'm not an imperialist by any means. I would have been a good imperialist when I was 20, man. And I, fortunately, I had, <laughs> a, had all the answers. I had a broken back, so they wouldn't let me be a good imperialist. I'd have been a bad Nazi and, and killed a bunch of people, and it would have been made my soul tarnished. And I'm very pleased that I didn't, wasn't allowed to participate, to be honest with you. And it's like, it's okay. But the bottom line is, is the the, and I would have been a victim of the what I would call the, um, the, um. It's it's uh, taking advantage of the innocent for um, purposes that are questionable, right? Like uh, amoral purposes, which is like I, I really I find that about about the most offensive function is to take advantage of the innocence of youth for the benefit of some thing or somebody that is not properly based in a moral stature. Right. So, you know, it's like uh, the young people that are that are I think they're properly motivated that join the military for proper means. And then they go into some imperial thing that's going to kill a bunch of people that didn't ever really do anything to America, never threatened America. And I'm like, wow, you're debauching the innocence. That's as about as low of a crime as it can get. And it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's rude. It's just rude. It's just utterly rude. And I'm like, that has to be stopped. So it's like, well, that's 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 how I estimate the whole process. There's just no no shortage of ills that need to be corrected. Well, that's okay. And it's like, well, what's that mean? We're not gonna fix them today either, kids. <laughs> right? And that's okay. The trick is though, it's like this, it's lining it all up and trying to uh, make it make sense enough as we move forward, right? So now I'm like this, I'm like, okay, so I'm like, I wanna buy some land and be a farmer. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, oh, I thought about you because I'm like, well, maybe I want to grow some tilapia and make some of that fish farming. And I'm like, I could do that too. And, yeah. and growing some cows because I would go east and you can go, they say 60 acres of cow here. Okay. In, in the east is two. 
or something like that. Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy, Bill. It's like, wow. So I'm like, okay, I could grow some cows, but I could, tilapias grow like crazy. But you need energy to do that, right? Andrew, he was growing fish, man. The start of the process. That's all right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I saw to you, man. I'm like, oh, I'm going to end up being a tilapia farmer probably with the, with the cattle in the background or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, here you got, I mean, the energy of the sun, a lot of the larger tilapia. And this place, aquaponics. though, it's just too hot here, man. Don't you think? It's like you got to cool the pond. Right. I mean, there's a lot done with the shade. You, or they're trying to hit it at 70 degrees, right? For tilapia, probably. Yeah, I think 70 but degrees. That's probably the low that you'd want. You don't want, you want just average, man. It just wants to be 70. Mm. Don't, fish don't like to change their temperature much. It's like, like the average temperature here, three feet below the ground is 70 degrees. So right. it's like it's way hotter than that. And this, the surface temperature will change a lot. Yeah. Like here, it's like like right now, it's 58 degrees in the morning and probably 90s in the in the daytime. It's September. Yeah, it's been dropping like 40. Really? Like this morning, it was like 40. Wow, I didn't get 40. I got 58. Uh, no, I don't, I'm not looking real close. Well, you know? it might be a little cooler in the where I'm at. Where are you living? Down in Fields. Okay. It's like the, um, I, I got a big fan over here and I run the fan all night. And it lowers the temperature. Like the AC in this this room is, it'll probably kick in. It might kick in, but it hasn't kicked in all day because I get the temperature down to maybe 63 at night by just blowing the fan through. Right. And I mean, there's creative stuff I've seen in Arizona with, with uh, uh, using ground temperature as like a, a that's expensive as though. A I reservoir think, yeah, or man. A fan yeah. Or to, to bring I like that. In the, the night it's or like day and segment put, it in put a cooling system under the ground like three or four feet down and mm -hmm. it's all good man i like this is all very entertaining yeah so and, <laughs> again energy it's like and energy yeah, it's, is it's useful interesting how people can be creative it doesn't reduce 60 acres to to three or no four. it's like you need water man it's yeah. like okay until they get the free energy and the um, desalinization and big pipelines coming from california we're gonna keep on trying to be dry in arizona right yeah Let's see if we can bring the Colorado back first. Uh, right? <laughs> and it's like the, um, anyway, so they're like, I don't know. How about that? We, co we covered a lot of bases, man. Is that an entertaining conversation for you? Yeah. Yeah. Just jammering on. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, and it used to right. be, it's been a while since we've uh, chatted about uh, the ways of the world. It's a rough world, isn't it, man? It's like, wow, it's like been such a rough summer. I haven't, Andrew, when did you quit with the hospital? It's approaching a year. I think it was no a, shit. I think it was no year. shit. I'm very impressed because yeah. it's like it's been a long time and it's like been a hard year. This has been a hard year. It's like, well, I think it will be. I think it will not get easier before November. <laughs> but <laughs> why do you laugh at that? <laughs> it's just funny. Or after, <laughs> right? I don't know. I think it's going to be wacky world for a while. And it's like, what's that mean? I don't know. It's going to be okay, man. The main thing I tell the, the folks is just keep calm because it's like, this, it's okay. It's going to get wackier and there's going to be more agitation coming. Keep and your powder dry. That's right, brother. That's right. That's I got three rules, right? Keep your powder dry. Know who your friends are. Wait for the signal. And I don't know what that means, but you'll know. Right? But let's see if we can resolve things without violence. Oh, absolutely. I'm a civil man. I'm like, okay. I told my neighbor, right? So my neighbor across it. So across the street lives a neighbor. He's a, he's a savage. He's truly a savage. He's like, I don't need police. I'm not voting in the election. I told him I wanted to, him to vote for someone and he, and he wouldn't vote for either one because he's like, it doesn't matter who gets elected. It's the other. Yeah. And I'm like, he goes, I don't need police. I'm like, because he'll handle it. <laughs> he's a roughneck. And I'm like, 
he's right, man. I'm like, so I just make sure I'm very friendly with him. He's one of the ones that called when I was here. Oh, okay. Right, he's supposed to fix my um garage door because it's busted, and I can't find a garage door fixer. And he, okay, oh, hey, man, would you fix my, would you fix my garage door? And he's like, yeah, I'll do it, and I'll pay him to do it. And it's like, but like I say, I want to keep him happy because he's a good fellow, and he's he's a savage, man. He will make sure that you don't cross him. So he has his line, right? Mm -hmm. That's how it works in the real world, right? Yeah. That's the real world. Yeah, we're we savages. Ultimately, we boil down to a savage. Okay, okay? and it's like okay. You have to accept that, right? You don't have to accept that, but if you don't, you're just a fool, mm. right? Because you're waiting for the police when the savages take care of your business, right? Yeah. And it's okay. Let's stay wild. Wait, the other, the other one is this one? This is a domesticated. Fun. There was a um. There's a um. The other guy who lived next door to him is the guy who sat next to me in med school for two years. Yeah, small world. Right. I, I believe that's like the first uh, Biden Harris signs that I've seen. <laughs> That's okay. And then, like I say, well, somebody got to be the outlier, right? He's a good fellow. He's a good fellow. And I'm like, okay, I won't say anything else because he's a good man. And it's like, well, we, we try to do our best and act in a civil fashion. That's all. With the underlying notion that there's savagery afoot here, right? And that's okay. We have to embrace that it's inner savage, right? Okay. Is that fair? Embrace the inner savage and, and recognize that that guy has an inner savage too. Mm. And you're like, okay, but you don't cross him. <laughs> That's right. Use your brains because this is a dangerous situation, kids, right? Yeah. That's all very good, man. Andrew, I want to thank you for coming out here. All right. That was good talking. Oh, did you have a good time? Yeah. Good, good time. Well, not like this. So I'm going to show you what I did. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show Andrew right now what we did. I was working on the veneer on these bookcases because goodness gracious. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Best Medicine Podcast with Bradley H. Werrell, D.O. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe below, either over there or over there. Also, if you're interested in a medical consultation with myself, there's also information below.